Welcome to the Be Fit, Strong, Healthy, and Confident at 40 Plus Podcast for Women. I'm your host, Julie Prince, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to stay motivated, inspired, be fit, strong, healthy, and confident as you kick ass this season in your life. And I am so excited to bring you the newest mindset, fitness, food, and health strategies to help you achieve this. Join me on this journey of transformation. Mother's Day is next week, and I want to do something really special for you. We'll talk about it at the end, but for all you women out there that find self-care hard because you're taking care of everyone but yourself, and you feel like you're at a breaking point, or maybe you just know you're too stressed to show up as the best version of yourself, this is so common for women. And this episode is for you, the moms, the grandmothers, the caregivers, the helpers, the nurses, the healers, and the givers. So tune in for this episode on self-care and the six types of stress because knowledge is power, especially when you put it into action. Okay, let's dive in. I've got a really kind of strange question for you, but did you know stress can actually be good for you. We're going to start here. And how stress in small amounts can actually be good for you. It's crazy, right? The thing is, is stress can motivate you, push you forward to new heights, and it can boost your focus, your clarity, and your energy. It can even help your body release hormones that raise your performance, both mentally and physically. In other words, our bodies need stress. (laughs) But too much stress has the opposite effect on us. That's when it starts to affect our mood, your sleep, your overall health and wellness by raising cortisol levels. Those high stress levels are linked to high blood pressure, heart disease, and depression, and more. That's not what you want, right? Not at all. That's why I'm always talking about having a self-care plan in place to help you manage your stress levels. Things like workouts, sleep, healthy diet can all help. But sometimes when you're majorly stressed out, it can feel like too much. And did you know there's actually six major stress types? And I'm going to quickly go over them today because recognizing stress is the first step to managing it. And what you're going to notice is that a lot of them overlap here. Some types of stress can actually make other types of stress more likely to occur or even amplify them. Here are the six types of stress to look for. All right, number one, you've got your acute stress. Now, this is the most common form of stress, and it's usually a response to something immediate, an immediate challenge. This could be something like public speaking, dealing with a one-off difficult situation, taking a test, you can't find your car keys, like we've all been there and you're running late. (laughs) Cue stress, cue cortisol. And feeling this kind of stress can actually be helpful in the moment because what it's going to do is it's going to keep you alert and focused. Now, the second type of stress is called episodic acute stress. This is when you have a lot of what we just talked about, that acute one-off stress, things like a high-stress job, or when you're juggling a lot of responsibilities and challenges at the same time. Like our amazing team member, Jordan, I do not know how she does it, ladies. She's got 
three kids under the age of five. She's running her own business and her husband is a pilot in the Air Force. So anybody that knows anything about military knows that side of things. It's a lot. And she does an amazing job here at Team Inspire Health and Fitness for Women. She is in the midst of, with all of this, juggling selling her home, moving, and just doing an absolute amazing job. Now, she implements all the things that we're going to be talking about today in a bit. The tip she wanted to share in expressing her emotions to her spouse, her friends, but really, you know, your spouse is probably your major number one confidant with a lot of these things, right? So before the conversation starts, and this is powerful ladies, like before the conversation starts, that could be potentially emotional or potentially heated, they ask each other, whether it's coming from the husband or whether it's coming from her, they say, do you want support or do you want solutions? This is such an energetic shift and I love it. I was like, mic drop. That's awesome. Start implementing that immediately because so many times men and women in our communications were so different. Men come from solution. Women come from wanting to express our feelings. So just that subtle little energetic shift in your spouse knows what you're looking for. You're looking to just vent for a little bit. And again, being very clear not to go into complaining, but you don't necessarily want a solution right then. You just want support and vice versa. It goes both ways. I love it. Now, another example of episodic acute stress is having a stressful day at work where one stressful thing is happening after another all day long. And you go home and you feel wiped out. We've all had one of these days. But when it starts happening again and again and again, that's when you start wanting to look to address it, right? Because this type of stress now is turning into episodic acute stress, which can move into the next one that really can affect your health and it's chronic stress. The third one is chronic stress. This, what this does is it takes acute stress, right? And it stretches it out over a long period of time with no break, very or very little break. Now, chronic stress can do a real number on our physical and mental health. So it is very important. It's things like um, common causes can be a difficult job, money problems, relationship problems, but it's going on for an extended period of time. Now, the fourth type of stress is traumatic stress. This occurs when something bad happens, like an accident, a natural disaster, violence. You know, it can cause long lasting emotional and physiological effects. With this type of stress, it can become necessary to work with a qualified therapist to overcome it. You want to be really self-aware here. Um, And if it's becoming too difficult for you to deal with on your own, you definitely want to find that help. And number five is psychological stress. This is when you experience negative thoughts, depression, hopelessness, low self-esteem. Now, These can be caused by trauma or chronic stress. And the sixth and final type of stress is physiological stress. Now, this is caused by physical problems like medical problems, illnesses, injuries, or traumatic stress. Now, not only does this affect your body, but it affects your mental and emotional well-being. Over time, it can turn into chronic stress. So this is quite the list, right? I know firsthand from myself and hundreds of clients I've coached over the years that stress left unmanaged 
can wreak havoc on our lives, making it almost impossible to hit your goals, whether that's your weight loss goals, getting a promotion, a new job, finally starting that garden or business, getting your strength training in so you can live a long and strong life. Bottom line here is we do not want to let stress take over our lives. You do have the power to manage your stress, leave a ha- lead a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life. I want you to take some time to think about it. Think about the stress, but not stress about it. The stressors in your life. It's kind of a little bit of an oxymoron. Think about it, but don't stress about it. Don't overanalyze. I've definitely dealt with like major stressors many times in my life, like owning my own business, raising two boys, juggling it all, getting out of a very, very abusive relationship in my very early 20s. And I can say self-care has helped me tremendously. Now, obviously, in my early 20s, didn't have the knowledge base that I do now, but uh, definitely has helped. And I want to make sure that you have a plan in place for your self-care so that you can be proactive rather than waiting. And, you know, you're taking time to de-stress rather than waiting till it becomes chronic. You want to be very, very proactive because guess what? You deserve it. So let's talk about that self-care plan a little bit. And there's no better time to talk about it than right now because Mother's Day is right around the corner. However, self-care, I want to be very clear, uh, is not just about mothers. We all need it. Everyone talks about self-care. But what is it really? It's a super hot topic. Is it a massage? Is it getting your hair done? Is it going to the movies? Yes, but it is so much more than that too. It's about understanding that you can't truly give your best to anyone if you don't take care of yourself, period. Like every day, not just once a month, but every day so that you can be the best version you can be, not only for yourself, but for the ones you love too. It's the least selfish thing you can do. So let's talk today about the four pillars of self-care. And they are all just as important as no one is no, any more important than the other. So I hesitated to even number these. Um, in fact, how I want you to think of this is I want you to kind of think of it like the foundation of a house, right? If one footing is off, the whole house is going to be unlevel. It's the same with these four pillars of self-care. If one of them is out of whack, it can throw your whole body out of alignment. You're at your best when you're balanced. All right, pillar number one, and we've already talked about that. That's what most of this episode has been about, and it's about your stress level. What are you doing on a regular basis to lower your stress? And I want to give you some ideas to implement immediately. I want you to do these today to get your stress levels lower if you're not already doing it. It's imperative to towards your long-term health. And these are things Jordan, myself, all of us on our team, all of our clients, we, these things work. We implement these into our own lives as taking a hot Epsom salt bath, like nothing groundbreaking there, but huge. It releases hormones. And also there is magnesium in the Epsom salt your skin will absorb it. And guess what? Magnesium will help with stress. So double whammy there. Meditation and prayer. Meditation and prayer has been proven time and time and time again by the best scientists out there to actually change the way our brain processes stress. Huge. I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole nother episode for another day, but just 
do it. Even if it's two to five minutes in seven days, you will reap the benefits. Spend time giving and receiving love. Huge, huge. We're releasing oxytocin now, right? Be a giver and do a random act of kindness. This has been proven to release oxytocin, the love hormone, which helps reduce stress big time. Practice gratitude daily. Practice gratitude daily. When you can come from a space of gratitude, space of love, a space of joy, watch your world change. So um, huge. Pillar number three is your sleep. Sleep is huge component of self-care. Think about it. If you need eight hours, but you're only getting five to six, how do you think that affects you? For me, I can get sick easier. I can become short and irritable. Like my husband doesn't want to be around me. <laughs> Plus, sleep affects weight release tremendously. It lowers your metabolism up to 15% the next day, ladies. This is huge, huge. And this is why so many women are not hitting their goals. Their sleep, one of the things is they're sleep deprived. It's a piece of the puzzle. So I want you to ask yourself, honestly, are you getting enough sleep to thrive? Not just to get by, but to actually thrive. Now, here are a couple of ideas. By the way, these are all things I've done myself and I've helped my clients implement as well. They've helped me to go from a self-proclaimed night owl to an early bird. And this is something I thought I could never change. And it feels great. And these are the things that I've done. And it's helped clients go from five hours of sleep to seven hours a night. Now, is this the recommended eight to nine? No, but we will take it as a win when they were only sleeping five. So it works. But you got to do the things. Like maybe this could be one of your one things you pick. If you struggle with this, it's a priority for the week to pick one of these things that we're getting ready to go over that absolutely works to get your sleep on track. Set a reverse alarm for yourself. So just like you have an alarm to wake up, you want to set an alarm for like winding down every night. So mine goes off around 7 a.m., 7 excuse me, 7 p.m. <laughs> and it just means that I'm getting ready, right? I'm going to be setting my stuff up for the next day so that I can get up and I'm ready to go. And I know that now it's time to maybe start turning down the lights, start turning off the loud music, things like that. So uh, it makes a huge difference. Now, if you're finding yourself restless, like you're just really kind of overly anxious or something, or maybe you're going through a really, really stressful time, try a weighted blanket. There is tons of research backing this. It's helping you to get a deep, restful night's sleep. I do this myself. I don't do it every night. Um, I do it when I'm feeling particularly stressed. I'll take the weighted blanket will come out. And the only reason I don't use it all the time is because I probably bought uh, that's a side note, but I probably got one that was a little too heavy and they can be hot. <laughs> so, but it does help. It does help. Just make sure you look at the weights before you get one. Tons of research out there, you know, that they, they work. So now I know, I know you've all heard this before, but again, some of these things we hear, we hear this, we hear them, but are we doing them? And if you're hearing something over and over and over again, Maybe it's time to think about implementing it, right? Especially if it's some, an area that you struggle in. But it's turning your electronic devices off one hour before bed. If you find yourself waking up groggy and never feeling like you got enough sleep, you'd be remiss to not at least give this a try for a week or two and see how much better you feel. 
And this habit is an insidious one, though. It's one, this day and age, that I find myself kind of revert. I'm like, whoa, what, how did this How did this phone end up in my bed? Like, again, like, no. <laughs> you know, like, seriously, it's something we've got, probably got to revisit from time because some of our bad habits have this way of creeping back in. But do it. Try it. You will feel so much better. And you want to get into like a bedtime ritual. Make it enjoyable. Take a hot shower or bath. Listen to some soothing music. Read a book. Like whatever works for you to kind of bring you down to that restful state. Uh, Nighttime meditations. If you're really having a hard time shutting down your brain like I do sometimes, type A personality. My brain just wants to go, 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 go. Lizard brain. Like, what am I doing tomorrow? Kind of thing. Um, I have found it incredibly helpful. And so have so many of my clients to use meditation apps. I use Insight Timer. There's a bunch of great ones out there. There's Calm. There's um, there's some Christian-based ones. There's all kinds of them out there. If you just simply do a search on your phone, under your apps, tons of them will come up. But um, you know, the caveat here is it's on your phone, right? So you want to make sure if you're going to do this, that you have your blue light filter on before, you know, make set a timer so that at a certain time, your blue light filter kicks on or better yet, keep it on all the time. That blue light's not good for our eyes. And you want to be focused. Like when I do this, I get in, I go to the app, pop in, I've got some saved that I really love, pop it on, flip it over. And I listen, that is it. I don't get sucked into, you know, into the uh, rabbit hole of social media or anything like that. <laughs> so pillar number three, this is a huge one in our pillars for self-care. This one is big. And again, there was no level of importance on these at all. They're just randomly assigned a number. So, but. I want you to hear me on this one. If you're always under eating and you're malnourished or you could be eating, maybe you're not always under eating, but you're eating the wrong types of food, highly processed and you're malnourished. How can you have the energy to go out and crush your goals? A lot of our clients, when they come in are actually under eating or they're eating way too much of the wrong things or the flip side to that. So you can be way malnourished. The flip side of that is you're eating way too much and it's making you feel lethargic. It's making you gain weight and feel in pain. Like you want to be light on your feet. You want to be energized by the food you eat, right? So here are some ideas. I want to give you some concrete ideas that you can start implementing into your life to be energized from your food. So one thing I always do Every morning, pretty much, I alternate between I'll alternate between my green smoothie and my eggs with veggies. So do a green smoothie first thing in the morning. Now, I do not drink these necessarily because they taste great. I drink them because the way they help me feel. By the way, they're really not that bad. Um, and you do get used to them, especially when you add in like half a frozen banana, half a banana, some blueberries, some fruits and things like that. And a good tasting uh, protein powder they're actually pretty good. You'll get used to them and they're going to bring your energy way up, way up. Try it. You want to drink plenty of water, drink water, water, water. It's going to help energize you better than any energy drink on the planet. 
veggies, veggies, and more veggies. It's going to boost your energy. It's going to give you that chlorophyll. It's going to detoxify the blood. It's going to get your energy going, man. You are just going to be jazzed. Uh, I juiced the other day. That's my, that's my zing, right? It's, it's easy. Some people, oh, juicing is so hard. It's not that hard. The juicers they have nowadays, you guys, they're super easy cleanup. You just got to, they're not very expensive either. They've got ones on the market now for like 40 bucks. And you get things like cucumber, cel- I made a cucumber, celery, apple, ginger. Uh, what else did I put in it? Cucumber, celery, apple, ginger. Yeah. And oh man, it's like good. It's got a nice, sweet kind of, and you know, you just wash the stuff immediately. If you wait, I will tell you, if you wait with the juicer, it can get, don't let it wait. It gets crusty in your sink. <laughs> so um, just tremendous towards boosting that energy. Eating the right amount of protein for your unique body is going to help tremendously. It's going to help. That is one thing I hear time and time again is, oh man, Julie, my energy is up so much since I got my, the amount of protein that my body actually needs. And if you need help calculating that, I am just a message away. Reach out to me. We've got a free actually on Instagram right now. We've got this free macro cat, completely free, no charge. You find us on our Instagram. Uh, It's in the show notes if you're wanting to find us on Instagram. But you go to message me, you type in the word macros, and it will start automatically. And it's going to give you your unique macros. So if you're wondering on that, definitely pop over there. Grab that. It is free. Um, All right. Pillar number four. Now, this is last, but certainly not least, physical activity. I know what you were probably thinking, Julie, when was physical activity going to come in? I hate physical activity, (laughs) but seriously, um, we've all heard the old cliche, right? That a body in motion stays in motion. And I get it. It's been overused. I think, who is it? Like AARNP, a body in motion stays in motion, but it's true. It's true. Physical movement energizes you, de-stresses you, and gets all of your feel-good hormones flowing. This has been proven, proven time and time and time again. Here are some ideas if you need to get more physical movement in for self-care. It does not have to be killing yourself in the gym, okay? If you're like, I hate exercise, you're never going to find me in a gym. There's ways to do it that do not involve going to the gym and listen here. So dance, dance around your house. Dance like no, turn on your favorite music. I should, I should challenge everybody to do this. Turn on your favorite music. Dance like nobody's watching. Run around, play with your dog, whatever. I promise you, you will not be in a bad mood in about five minutes of that. It's actually been proven. There's been studies that have been done that dancing helps depression, right? So dance it out. There's no way you won't feel better. Uh, Take a walk outside pretty much every day, weather permitting, and you're in a safe area. You know, walk, get outside. It's got that triple effect. Now you've got the sunshine, you've got the fresh air, and you've got the physical movement. Very therapeutic. It does not have to be going to a gym. It could be finding workouts online like ours, you know, that are specific for the woman 40 plus. And we're here. These workouts are there to meet you where you are at so that you're not injuring yourself, right? If you commit to these self-care activities for the next 14 days, I promise you, I promise you, promise you, promise you, you are going to feel better. In fact, women in the Transformation Academy tell me they start seeing huge improvements in their energy in the first week. 
which is why as a Mother's Day special, we are gifting our listeners a free test drive of our Transformation Academy program. Now, this is completely free. The only thing that we ask is that you are committed, like all in, so you can reap the rewards. And of course, if you love it, maybe become a client. But listen, there's zero obligations. This is just a great opportunity for you to test it out. You'll find this offer in our show notes. And don't forget us. To, don't forget to tell us your one thing you're committed to. I cannot wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And I hope you learned something new. And I'll be back next week with more good stuff for you. Till then, enjoy the journey. And hey, if you're here and you're listening this far and you haven't clicked the subscribe button, click the subscribe button. Definitely want to make sure that you are getting those episodes and I will see you again next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Much love. You can find me on Facebook at Julie K. Prince Coach and on Instagram at Julie K. Prince. Please connect with me there. Now, if this episode served you, I'd love for you to click that subscribe button so you can be notified each and every time a new episode drops. And please share the love. If you found value in this, then share this with another woman 40 plus. Till next time, enjoy the journey.